Hello, everybody, and welcome to the January 14th, 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Josine. And ladies and gentlemen, Andy Yang, yes, the one, the only Andrew Yang, is running for mayor of New York City. You already know that, though, because you've been listening to this podcast, and we've covered this twice already. But he's, at the very least, announced his... Um, Announced the campaign officially and released his first ad titled "Why I'm Running." To be honest, I just assumed it was because he was well liked the first time around. But you know what? I'm sure he has some other reasons. I'm sure he has some other reasons. Here is a transcript of it provided by New York's ABC Seven that I will now read you. Correction, what I'm about to read is not from the ad, it's from his website, Yang for NY. I'm still going to read it out. The ad itself is actually a really well-made ad. It just shows Andrew Yang walking around New York while talking about his policies, talking with the locals. And you get the feeling he is a really likable guy, because he is. And it takes him, like, a minute and a half out of a two and a half minute ad to actually get to like the policy part, which is what he's known for, which is a little surprising because Yang is the guy who used his opening statement in one debate to talk about UBI. <laughs> Everyone else was doing the basics. I love America. I'm a patriot. And Yang was talking about universal basic income and his ideas. And that shocked me. That immediately made me a bit of a fan of his. Um, here's what he said. I moved to New York City 25 years ago. I came of age, fell in love, and became a father here. Seeing our city the way it is now breaks my heart. Is New York City really, like, particularly bad now? I mean, it's not a... It does have issues, don't get me wrong, and I'm sure New Yorkers are listening to this and arguing with me because that's all New Yorkers know how to do. Oh, New Yorkers, you just got Efrond. Efrond? Is that a thing now? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> but, like, when I think of it, I don't really think of it being particularly worse than any other major city in the area. It's still infinitely better in my mind than a place like Chicago or San Francisco. But, okay, okay, I don't live there. I don't live there, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, what we do in the coming month will determine our city's trajectory for decades. Well, isn't that always the case? You know, isn't that kind of always the case in politics, though? Like, no matter what you do, there are going to be ripple effects that last for decades on upon decades on end. But, okay, he's just sort of saying nice words. I am running for mayor because I see a crisis, and I believe I can help. We need to launch the largest basic income program in history. And by the way, I would actually be very interested to see if it works in New York City. Invest in a human-centered economy. A little bit of a vague term, but I know what Yang means by that. Return to fact-based governance. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. Andrew, you are now my new favorite person. You know, you could have just said something like, we need to listen to science, which is what all the Democrats say, but you specifically said fact-based governance. I love that so much. Because what have I been complaining about for a month on, for months on end? You know, I coined a term. 
philosophical supremacy to describe it. We were talking about it yesterday. Even. I know we were talking about factual relativism yesterday and philosophical supremacy as well. Um, but this idea that reality doesn't actually matter, and in fact, it, it must bend the knee to your absurd abstract philosophy. Andrew Yang's out here saying, you all are morons. We need facts. We don't need philosophical supremacy. We do not need factual relativism. Andrew, I love you right now. I don't agree with a lot of your policies. I love you right now. And create an accessible healthcare system. Um, okay, that's generic leftist stuff. We need to do all of this while enacting accountable and smart policing. Completely agree. Building public housing. Don't know the exact state of New York's public housing. Closing our city's digital divide. He's talked about universal broadband access in the past. Um, that's not an idea I'm entirely against, especially considering people are locked in their house right now and things like internet cafes and libraries are going extinct. But I also don't quite know how I feel about it, too. Uh, modernizing transportation, completely in favor of, and city services and more. We will move New York forward together. He said the thing. He said the Yang thing. The Democratic primary is June 22nd, 2021, and I can't wait for you to join our campaign to revive and rebuild our city. Andrew Yang. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Now, do I think this man is going to win? Yes. I've said so in the past, and I still believe that. I believe this man is going to be mayor of New York City going into 2022. Even in spite of the large amount of Democrats, some of which are more well-established in New York politics, this is the man that's going to win. Now, I'm going to end this with... A headline from the Washington Post. Now, to my understanding, Yang plans on making New York more business friendly and wants to express that he'd be interested in getting the creator of TikTok into New York. Here is how the Washington Post reported on it. Andrew Yang is running for New York mayor. He wants universal basic income and TikTok hype house. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, here's a, an article from The Post and Core, not a publication I had heard of, admittedly. Nikki Haley starts PAC as her expected 2024 White House bid takes shape. Nikki Haley is, of course, the former United Nations ambassador, served almost two years there. Before then, she was governor of South Carolina. Um, the typical path, most don't know this, is U.N. ambassador to President of the United States. I mean, can you think of all the great U.N. ambassadors we've had as president before? Okay, I see your point. Also, I love how the um, thumbnail for the article shows her with Kelly Leffler, who just spectacularly lost her Georgia election to Ralph Warnock. 
Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and United Nations ambassador, has started a political action committee that could bolster her brand ahead of an anticipated 2024 presidential run. The PAC, named after her other political group, Stand for America, will be laser-focused on the 2022 midterm and electing a conservative force in the, to the House of Representatives and U.S. Senate to serve as a bulwark against the liberal agenda of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, and Nancy Pelosi, Haley said in an email to supporters Wednesday. Holly has demurred when asked or Haley, sorry, has demurred when asked about her presidential ambitions, but she has taken several steps since leaving United Nations at the end of 2018 to suggest she will run, including releasing a second book and starting the first Stand for America PAC. In a filing with the Federal Election Commission, the new PAC listed Bradley Crate of Massachusetts as the treasurer. Crate's firm with the treasurer for Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, and, she, and he was the top financial officer in Mitt Romney's 20, uh, 2008 and 2012 presidential campaign. So, it doesn't matter if Nikki Haley is actually going to run. We're going to be hearing about her a lot in the next couple of months, probably the next couple of years. Uh, but we aren't quite sure where she's going to go. She's probably going to make some basic attempt to run, not get anywhere, and be drowned out by Josh Hawley and Rhonda Sanchez who are going to be the nominations at this point. I can promise you that right now. And before you say, oh, Ephraim, it's so far out, you don't know that. I was the guy who knew the 2020 nomination was going to be either Sanders or Biden. Now, I did not think it was going to be Biden once he started campaigning, but I said from the beginning it was going to be a race between Sanders and Biden. And I, I was right. Those were the last two standing candidates, last two standing major candidates at least. But I figured we should talk a bit about Nikki Haley. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I guess I should call her Nimrata Haley, because that is actually her first name. Nikki Haley, you may remember, talked at the 2020 Republican National Convention about how racism in America is a dangerous myth. But if that's the case... Why did she change her name from Nimrata, a very Indian-sounding, or at least foreign-sounding name, to Nikki, a very local, white-sounding name, before she ran for political office? Am I the only one who finds that a little odd? Anyone else? Um, now, of course, this change in name actually makes some sense because Nikki Haley is horribly, horribly two-faced. There's a thread going around. I forget who made it. It was probably Orrin Cass or someone in that category, and if that's the case, one of the few good things she's ever did. But Nikki Haley is currently doing this anti-socialism, anti-corporatism shtick. When if you actually look at what she did as governor of South Carolina, she was one of the biggest supporters of using financial incentives, of interfering with the free market, if you will, in order to get co um, corporations to move to South Carolina. This is the woman who completely flipped her position on the Confederate flag. You guys remember that? She spent years going up and down defending it. Then when Dylan Roof shot up a black church, she didn't say anything for a bit. Didn't say anything. Then, all of a sudden, we need to take it down. Sorry, we need to take it down. Really, 
really can odd timing, truth be told. And the last thing to note about Nikki Haley that I feel is very important is that in February of 2019, she was nominated to be a director for Boeing. And she has officially held or been elected at the annual left. She was later elected at the annual shareholder meeting and did not step down until March of last year. Now, exactly what sparked this is up for debate. She says it's a coronavirus crisis. I say it. she's going to run for office soon and doesn't want to look like a shill for Boeing. But you know what? That's a little disagreement me and her have. Who knows? Who knows? So that's just a little bit about Nikki Haley, and we will find out more about her as the years come, and as we watch her campaign completely implode, possibly before it even officially starts. Anyway, that's our show, and good night.